This is a Technicom podcast. In our constantly evolving digital landscape, it is expected that purveyors of technology maintain certain responsibilities. After all, these groups have the ability to do good or harm, or influence others to do good or harm. This evolution is a valid argument for the integration of ethical decision-making into the strategic management of technology projects. I'm Peter Ballant from Technicon, and I'm happy to bring you this special podcast series entitled Ethics and Technology, a prerequisite for European research. In this series, we will look at ethics in the context of cybersecurity, personalized healthcare, and many more disciplines. We will talk about attitudes towards ethics, and we will examine how ELSA is increasingly becoming part of the framework in EU-funded projects. As we have heard in previous episodes, responsible ethics is more than ticking boxes on a form. And no one knows this better than Gonzalo Cadet. He's an internal auditor for ELSA in the Sparta project. He joins us today from Inoff in Portugal. Inoff specializes in information and communication technologies, and they are project partners in Sparta. Welcome, and thanks for coming on today, Gonzalo. Thank you, Peter. You are an internal auditor in the Sparta project, meaning that you report on ethical issues. And when we spoke offline, you told me that there are quite a few project resources dedicated to responsible ethics. And this tells me that ethics cannot be ignored in EU projects. And in a project like Sparta, which is largely a technology project in in the domain of cybersecurity, what specific ethical issues are being addressed? Yes, correct, uh, Peter. So uh, ethical, uh, legal, and societal aspects in uh, Sparta, which we uh, call ELSA, are absolutely fundamental. They are indeed uh, embedded in four work packages out of 14. There's a one work package, uh, work package one that re- regards governance. So that means that uh, ELSA is embedded in the governance uh, framework. So that's a, a very important thing. So it's not just uh, something as that's an appendix or uh, something that we thought after that, it is really embedded. Then we have a work package two, which is a specific work package to uh, develop and ensure ethical, legal, and societal aspects. Uh, we also have a task in another work package, uh, which uh, deals with uh, ensuring uh, gender and diversity issues. And finally, we have uh, an initial work package uh, that uh, concentrated on specifying uh, uh, ELSA requirements. So ELSA is really big in Sparta. And a good thing, because this is a really huge project um, with over 44 partners. And regarding ethics, it has been said that ethic principles in responsible research must be embedded in EU projects. Um, And looking forward, how can the EU ensure that this happens in the future? And how can you measure something like this? I think Sparta is uh, maybe a success story in this respect because we have very specific mechanisms to provide uh, assurance. So it's not only you know uh, making sure we have a few assessments, etc., but uh, mechanisms for providing assurance. Um, how did uh, Sparta do that? So uh, first of all, we focused on a few uh, issues. So fundamental rights—that's one big uh, important class. Privacy and ethics requirements, gender and diversity, and ultimately achieving responsible research and uh, innovation. 
So um, what did Sparta uh, include in the description of work? Yearly audits. So that's uh, one very important mechanism. And interestingly enough, uh, the audit reports are public. So that really shows the, the commitment of the European uh, Commission uh, towards transparency. So they can be, uh, they are published. Uh, we are now um, in the third and final year of Sparta. So uh, anyone can look at the first uh, two yearly reports. Uh, they can look at the, uh, at the outcomes, at the conclusions, and they can uh, even, uh, as we now have two reports, look at the progress. So that, that's very important. That really uh, engages people and uh, um, and as I mentioned, provides uh, transparency. Uh, it's not every project that has, you know, public, so sensitive public uh, reports. The other thing is, um, besides this uh, yearly audit, Sparta defined that there should be a continuous uh, monitoring mechanism. So uh, Sparta implemented a help desk uh, with a very, very simple and accessible interface. You just have to send an email uh, with the content that, that you wish, with a question, with uh, well, some complaint, and that was never the case, but it, it could be done. Uh, it will uh, be recorded in a ticketing system, and uh, you know all the issues must be raised uh, to an ethical committee. So uh, we also have specific organizational structures to uh, provide assurance and to escalate any ethical issues. Finally, um, within the context of that uh, privacy help desk, we have built what we call a privacy frequent asked questions document, a privacy fax. So it's a, a sort of lessons learned and a very easy to read document on all issues concerning ethical, legal and societal acceptance uh, topics. So you're saying that you actually had a help desk sort of environment set up specifically for some of these ethical issues. Is that right? That's correct, yes. Okay, wow. So do you, do you think that will be a model for the future? Yes, absolutely, because it provides assurance to people that uh, first there is something official in place. So you don't just, uh, you ha if you have an ethical issue or uh, a question regarding some ethical issue, right, you know, you want to know how to behave in a certain situation or how to manage a conflict of interest. You don't just send, a, you know, um, an email to someone uh, without an official uh, process tied to it. So you have assurance that there's a mechanism in place. Uh, it may be used, it should be used, and uh, issues will uh, get escalated in a, in a professional way. So I think that's, that's very helpful for everybody. Um, so far in Sparta, we uh, maybe luckily uh, didn't uh, have to escalate uh, any issues. But, uh, you know, all the, all the pieces were in place if uh, that was required or if that is still required because we still have uh, some time until the end of the project. Yeah, that was really excellent planning on the side of ethics in the Sparta project, yeah. Now, when it comes to technology-related projects such as Sparta, um, how do we integrate ethical thinking into applied research and development? It seems like some pragmatic approaches would have to be employed. Oh, yes, absolutely. So our ultimate goal is uh, responsible research and innovation, right? Providing assurance uh, for the European Commission and uh, the people, you know, the Europeans that are actually financing these projects. 
uh, on uh, two aspects. So the first aspect is uh, how we conduct our daily activities, right? So there are many partners from any uh, member nations uh, that want to be treated fairly, right? Uh, not only in terms of the uh, distribution of work, uh, if it's interesting, if it's uh, valuable, uh, uh, if we are working um, in an honest way, you know, the outcomes, when we publish papers, etc. So they, uh, there's a whole uh, lot of, uh, so to speak, internal issues in the way we work together, in the way we are strong in diversity, right? So that's uh, working ethics. Now, the other aspect is the actual outcomes of what we do, you know, uh, things like uh, artificial intelligence solutions. Uh, are they uh, embedding something that is against the values of Europeans? I mean, are we, for example, in artificial intelligence, are we somehow uh, training and testing our algorithms with the unacceptable bias, you know, gender bias, racial bias, uh, nationalistic bias, whatever, right? So we want to, uh, to ensure uh, that uh, we are ethical in these uh, two aspects. And that makes complete sense, of course. And you speak of outcomes. Let's look at this for a moment. Um, in your experience, how can bottom-up communications in the ethics realm effectively reach the top, especially in an environment where if something is not in the description of work, it may not get done? Good point. Um, actually, one of the mechanisms that uh, we implemented that we just talked about the privacy help desk is a very specific implementation of a measure for uh, bottom-up uh, feedback. So uh, I think uh, that's, uh, that's an interesting one. It did not get a lot of traffic. Maybe that's good in a way. Maybe that's, that, that may also be a sign that people are not used to, 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 uh, to, to bottom-up approaches. So uh, maybe an area for opportunity in the future. Let's look at conflict for, for a moment. Um, is there an area of conflict between cybersecurity and ethics? And then how do you deal with this kind of issue? Uh, we did not have big, big issues at Sparta regarding uh, areas of conflict, but we came up uh, with a, an issue that we identified during the audit in the first year. It seems to be solved in the second, but uh, I think it could be an interesting lesson for the future. And it relates to uh, the internal side of ethics, so how we work together as Europeans coming from different nations and different partners. And the specific issue is um, small partner versus big partner. When, what does that mean? You know, when uh, we have all sorts of uh, organizations working as, as partners, some uh, very powerful, you know, with uh, uh, big budgets, uh, big lobbying power, right? Um, which is not a bad thing. Uh, it's just a fact, right? And so um, <laughs> we, it's something that uh, does come up, right? Re the relation of power and how that affects the perception of fairness. So uh, small partner, big partner is something to watch for in the future making sure that everyone feels that they're having a fair treatment, a fair share in the burdens, in the costs, in the benefits. And I think for a large project like Sparta with 44 partners, this idea of equity 
for all partners is an important facet in moving the efforts forward in a responsible way. Absolutely, yes. Thanks for giving us a glimpse of how ethics looks in an ongoing project. It was great to hear about some of your success stories as well as challenges. Thank you, Peter. Appreciate it. Thanks uh, for the invitation. Join us next time as we look at the world of software and hardware engineering in the EU. We will look at how efforts in law enforcement and forensics are aided by not only new methods and tools, but also by ethics principles. See you next time. This podcast has been brought to you by Technicon. The Sparta Project has received funding from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under grant agreement number 830892.